This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Once again, I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. Those that are watching me on social media or television or listening to our shortwave program, welcome. Once again, I have with me apostolic leader Dennis Moore out of Dallas, Texas. Uh, Dennis, welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. It's uh, great to be here. Well, we've done some real good television and radio, as well as uh, you spoke several times in my chapel to the staff and and those that attend at World Ministries International. Uh, A lot of the Word of God has gone forth. And and again, the Word of God is what liberates you, ladies and gentlemen. The Word of God is what sets you free. The Word of God is what takes away deception in your life, takes away depression. It takes away the attacks of the enemy. If you can just activate the Word of God. We did a program called The Power of the Seed, in which, uh, Dennis, I thought it was so important. We touched on the orphan spirit, uh, the need for another great awakening, and how to align yourself with God. And uh, if you did not listen or watch that program, please go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and you can watch it or listen to it. And you might want to do it time and time again, like you read your Bible, until the revelation, illumination kicks in and you can activate that truth, that word. Now, Dennis, I want to talk a little bit about eternal values, eternal values. And God has eternal values, Dennis. Oh, absolutely. You know, I was in a time of prayer, and uh, my wife is one who has dreams. I don't have very many dreams. Okay. I have visions. Yes. And so uh, oftentimes uh, I'll find myself just caught up in the vision. And this one day I was in prayer and uh, I, I went into a vision. Sure. And I saw the creation of the world. Okay. Uh, unlike anything I'd ever experienced. And it was overwhelming. Wow. Undescribable. But I saw the galaxies coming into existence. Wow. I saw the stars coming into existence. I saw all of the uh, aspects of creation uh, overwhelming. And I, I, I can't really put into words what I saw, but... I know one thing that when God shows you something, he's not looking for your opinion. Right. He's looking for you to learn something. Sure. So I said to the Lord, I said, Father, what do I need to learn from this? And his response back to me was, the problem with man is time. Okay. You think in time, you value in time, you act in time, and everything we do in our world is in time. Sure. We live in, in, a, in, in a world that has time. But what happens is we are actually deceived by time. Okay. Because God does not live in time. He lives in eternity. God does not value in time. He values in eternity. And so everything that God does, he does with an eternal perspective. And so what I begin to learn from the Lord was I need to shift my values from a temporal perspective to an eternal perspective. Wow. So God operates in eternity. And that's what we need to understand. That's what you're saying, that uh, the values in eternity are values we need here. Absolutely. And, you know, like Jesus says, uh, don't store up your treasures here. Store them up in, in, in heaven. Now, why is he saying that? You know, because he understands that everything we have in this world is temporal. Yes. 
Okay, we all enjoy the blessings of life. Nothing wrong with that. But what he's saying to us, he says, invest into the kingdom. Yeah. Put into the kingdom. Yes. You know, give yourself to the kingdom because there's going to be an eternal reward. So I know in my in my heart, I know that I've got a lot of treasure in heaven. Sure. Just like you do, Dr. Hansen. Sure. And I know that that treasure is there, but I also know this. I know that I can draw from that treasure. Yes. You know, I think that's, we talked about in a previous program, um, the movers and shakers, how they align themselves with God, how they chased after God. But another thing is they had an eternal perspective. They lived for eternity. They understood what we're talking about, eternal values, and they were actually storing up their treasures in eternity. Uh, That's what we need to understand. Do we have eternal values? Do we have a treasure for eternity? Or do we have nothing to show in eternity? And we might be rich on earth, but in heaven we are in poverty. Dennis? You know, that's that's a really good point. And we, we know that we cannot take anything we have in this world to the next world. That's right. Except those that we know in Christ. Yes. We can take our family, who are our family members when they're born again. They can go with us into eternity. Yes. Our friends, our associates, our business partners, all these things that we have around us that we identify with in such a strong way every single day are all temporal. Yes. And when we begin to say, Father, help me to see everything that I'm doing in light of eternity, not just in light of what I'm I'm doing right now. It, it's not just in light of what I'm, you know, my business I'm building or the career I'm trying to establish or anything or a marriage I'm coming into, anything that I might be dealing with in the temporal. Help me to see this in the light of eternity, then what happens is there's a shifting of your thinking. There's a shifting of your spirit into an eternal thinking. And then you make your decisions not based on the temporal, but based on the eternal. You know, that's, that's, that's good. I know that when I left, you know, well, let's, let's, before I get to my own testimony, get back to Elisha, uh, 12 yoke of oxen. He was, he was a rich man. Yet he gave up his riches, his future on earth, for an eternal future. He slaughtered his yoke of oxen, his vocation, his wealth, to chase after Elijah so that he could see eternal benefits. And we know the story, he moved more powerfully than Elijah. But uh, he understood this point of eternity. Dennis? You know, let me give you an example. Uh, we do uh, pastors' conferences overseas. We do them with pastors who can't even, they don't have the money to even come to the conference. Sure. So we cover their costs to come. We cover all their food costs. We cover all of our expense. Uh, oftentimes we'll go in and we'll do uh, many, many different conferences. Uh, last time I was in Nepal, we traveled for a month throughout the nation doing conferences for pastors. Uh, when you get done, you spend a lot of money. Sure. And then you get back on the plane and you're coming back home. And I can tell you, uh, every time that I have gone and done something like this, I feel richer when I'm coming home 
than when I left. Sure. Even though I've spent lots of money. Sure. I feel richer coming back because there's a rich there's a rich uh, richness that you can gain in this world, but it doesn't compare to the richness of gaining in the kingdom. Amen. I know in 85, I gave up my career and I was in law enforcement. I gave up uh, being an entrepreneur. I owned different types of businesses and uh, uh, I gave it up for an eternal future, eternal values, values in eternity. And so I look back and like Elisha, uh, since 85, I've seen miracles I would have never seen if I didn't live for eternity. I've met with leaders of the world I would have never met if I didn't live for eternity. So we need to understand that the choices, do we live for the here and now? Do we serve ourselves, Or do we actually live for eternity? Do we actually live for Jesus Christ, for God? Do we know how to sacrifice? I spoke a sermon a couple weeks ago on being sold out. Are we sold out? It's something that used to be preached 50 years ago, but today that's a foreign message, Dennis. People don't know being sold out, sacrifice, serving God. They, they've listened to a false theology that thinks that God is supposed to serve you and that they go to church to serve God. They go to church to be blessed and be edified. Serving God is what we do with the rest of our life 24-7. They don't have eternal values, Dennis? You know, I have a friend of mine, he got his doctorate degree. And right after he got his degree, the Lord spoke to him. He says, do you want a job or do you want a destiny? And That's good. He was, and he said, I'll take the destiny. And, and it shifted him. And this is, what, this is what I believe the Holy Spirit wants to do, is he wants to show you how he can shift you into eternity in your values, in your thinking, in your, in your uh, life, in your ministry. And so this gentleman said yes to the Lord. And uh, I can't begin to describe how God has used this man, but in so many powerful ways. And what would have been just a career became a destiny. What would have been just money uh, became a powerful life, uh, powerfully affecting people around the world. And so, uh, you know, a life lived for self doesn't have a lot of value. Yeah. But a life lived for the kingdom, lived for God, uh, is a beautiful, powerful thing that God takes and he puts his breath on it and he causes it to come alive. He causes multiple uh, facets of, of, of creativity and, and life and, and ministry to come forth. And uh, I can tell you, uh, it's it's uh, it's so far beyond what a, just a career can give you. You know, a life lived for self, that's what they did in the Roman Empire, uh, is hedonism. You live for yourself. And hedonism brings decay and, and destruction. Hedonism brings depression. Uh, when you live a life for self, uh, you, you lose God's best and you settle it like Esau for a pot of porridge. Dennis? You know, that's a lot of truth to that. And, you know, I've, I see people who are frustrated. You know, we live in a community in Dallas. We live on a golf course. We, we, we're around people that are very successful. And yet I see most of them are very empty people. And um, 
you know, they're they're and and the other side of the coin is they're they're uh, fearful. Yes, you know, the enemy yes. comes in with with the spirit of fear, and I'll tell you, I wouldn't trade my life for any of their lives because I love. Uh, the confidence that God gives. I love the peace that God gives. I love the 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 purpose that God gives. I, I love being able to impact and see people's lives change. Nothing excites me more than seeing people transformed by the power of God. Nothing is more exciting than seeing the Word of God going into the heart of a person and seeing that life, seeing that person transformed and changed by the power of God. You know, we've talked about Again, the movers and shakers, the, uh, those that uh, the great pillars or heroes of the first and second great awakening. These people understood eternal values, Dennis. Many of them were, were rich and great entrepreneurs, and, and, but they gave it up. Some of them gave their whole estate on earth up for eternal values. They understood that. They never got tired of chasing after God, and they continue to move more and more in the supernatural, which I believe should be the natural. But uh, this is what we're talking about. This is what you're talking about, uh, eternal values. And those that really move with God that we like to use as an examples in, in conferences, uh, whether it's on faith or missions, these people understood eternal values. And they never got tired of chasing after God, Dennis. You know that that's so true, and and uh, you know there's always uh, I think for anybody there's always the fear that if I give God everything, if I really s- surrender my life, uh, He's going to send me to some place I don't want to go. He's going to make me do something I don't want to do. Well, I can tell you from from experience that I've gone to some places I wouldn't normally have gone to. And I've done some things I wouldn't normally do, but because uh, there was that willingness to go, willingness to do, I've seen God do things that are so incredible. When you see the blind eyes open, when you see the the 12-year-old boy in India that came up to me and he he had never spoken, he had never said a word, he he couldn't hear, he couldn't speak. I laid hands on his ears and they opened up. I laid hands on his mouth and he spoke for the first time. Made kind of uttering sounds, but for the first time he was able to make some sounds. Um, so, So many... Uh, amazing things. Pastors who would risk their lives to come to a conference because if they get caught by the rebels, they'll be killed on the trail. Yet they'll come two days walking to come to receive the word of God. You know, these are not treasures that that you can put a a price on. Well, you're absolutely right. I know my my grandparents, uh, they were the first missionaries in northern China and uh, uh, for the Assemblies of God. Um, They lived for eternal values. You know, missionaries a long time ago when they packed, you know, they didn't fly. They didn't have airplanes to fly. They they had a casket. The casket became their suitcase, Dennis. And when they went, they went literally to be buried in that foreign country. Now, that's a level of faith that uh, a lot of missionaries don't have today. They, you know, they like these two-week, three-week wonders of going and, and some of them even have the wrong perspective and they, they, want, they want to go and have an adventure and, and see safaris and they don't really go to, to serve God. They just go to have a good time in the name of God. Can you pick up and buy a casket and go and never come back? 
that's eternal values, Dennis. You know, you're right. We stayed, when we go to uh, Uganda, we stay in what's called a guest house. And that guest house was built probably around uh, 1900. Yes. And, and so there's one wing of people that would come there in the 20s and 30s, and they were going to the Congo. Wow. And I know Congo is not a, a, a round-trip ticket. Sure. You know, that's a, a, a difficult place. Even today, it would be, it's a difficult place. And yet, these missionaries were coming. They were cut off from their families. They were cut off from basically, the, once, they, once they left that guest house and they headed off to, to the Congo, you, you may have never heard from them again. Yeah. And, 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 and my heart was just gripped at the, at, at, at the willingness of these men and women of God to lay down their life for these people they didn't know. And, 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 I, and I understand when you talk about, you know, your family going into China, I understand that to a, a small degree. I, I, I've never experienced anything like that. But uh, I know that uh, these people, when they, go into, when they went into these countries, uh, they, like you said, they took their casket. They were prepared to die. And uh, now I'll tell you, when there's a heart that, that says to the Father, I'm prepared to lay down my life for you, it rings and resonates in heaven. That sound resonates in heaven. Now, these people do great things for God because they have laid it on the line. They have that understanding what sacrifice is all about. And to take a casket and fill it with your suitcase and knowing you will never come back to see your family on earth, that's eternal values. I mean, they're, they're operating in eternity. Uh, they're living for eternity. The values of eternity, where Jesus is all, they are sold out, being sold out. That's what God wants for us today, Dennis. You know, absolutely. You know, I, I shared with the group on, on Saturday uh, that I had an experience where a woman came up to me, a wonderful woman of God. We were ordaining her in, into uh, the ministry, and I laid hands on her, and when I laid hands on her to pray for her, I was instantly taken to her mansion in heaven. Wow. And I began to describe the glory of her mansion. And everything in, in heaven, I'll tell you, folks, everything in heaven re- resonates with the glory that you walk in here in this earth. Every time you pray, every time you dance, every time you sacrifice, every time you give, there's something in your mansion that's going to declare that for all of eternity. Wow. People, people are going to walk into your mansion, and they're going to look at a photograph, or it'll be a painting, be more like a painting, and that painting will be alive. It won't be just a stagnant painting. It will actually be alive, and it will tell some beautiful, amazing story about your life and how you walked with God in this earth. And, and as I was describing all these things that I was seeing in her mansion and the things that she had done for the Lord. And there's nothing there that talks about your sin. There's nothing there that talks about your failures. Everything reflects the glory of the Lord and what he did in your life and through you. And, and I looked down about half an hour after describing my experience in her, in her mansion, and she was in a, a puddle of tears as, as, as the Lord just transformed her life through that revelation. Tremendous, tremendous. You know, um, you get into these these movers and shakers. You get into these people uh, like Dr. Livingston and, and Zaire, now the Congo, and uh, uh, they go over there and, and give up their life and uh, lose their wives and, and their children and other things. And, and uh, 
but still counted all uh, but glory for God. They still uh, have no regrets. They would do it again because they're living for eternity. They know where their children are. Uh, I know my grandparents in, in China uh, lost several children. My grandfather lost his first wife and, and married who became my grandmother. But uh, they, they would have done it again because they live for eternity. They went through a concentration camp. Uh, their, their son-in-law was shot in the head and killed. They could have got out. They had plenty of time to get out. And, uh, but they were living for eternity. They wanted to do the will of God. We talked about aligning ourselves for the Great Awakening. They saw miracles because they aligned themselves with the will of God. Dennis? You know, the kingdom of God is a force. It's not stagnant. It's not quiet. It's not, um, you know, it's not a thought or an idea. It's a force. And, and everything about the kingdom is life. Everything about the kingdom is glory. Everything about the kingdom is a power. And when I look at these young people that I saw this week, they're, they're uh, former gang members, and they're on fire for God. They're alive with the, with the Spirit of God. I say, man, that's the, that's the kingdom. Yes. That's the kingdom operating. Yes. And, and, you know, that's what I want to be part of. You know, we're, we're looking at aligning ourselves, coming alongside, helping this, these young people. We want to be up, uh, at the forefront of what God's doing. And so I encourage you to say, Father, p- position me, align me, position me with where you want me to be, with the people you want me to be with, with the thoughts that I need to have. Help me to see what I need to see and help me to understand what I need to understand. And so uh, I'm going to offer a quick prayer. Father, I just pray right now, Lord God, Thank for you, a Jesus. quickening spirit over your people. I pray, God, that they would see, be able to, to look into eternity and say, that's what I want. I want eternity. I don't want what I have that's temporal. I'm going, to, I'm going to give where God tells me to give. I'm going to sow where God tells me to sow. I'm going to pray when God tells me to pray. I'm going to I'm believe what God tells me to believe. I'm going to trust his word. I'm going to declare his word, and I'm going to live uh, for the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, Dennis, I was just going to ask you to pray. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that is aligning ourselves with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm where you felt the same thing and you did it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, do you know God? Have you aligned yourself with God? Do you have eternal values? Uh, Or are you in depression and you know you need God? I'll tell you what, uh, I want you to pray one more thing. You look into this camera and just lead people to the Lord right now. Some people Mm -hmm. are are in a, a desperate situation. Some, some have tuned in right now and uh, they've thought of suicide. Some are in clinical depression. Uh, lead them to the Lord right now. Amen. I just want you to know that everything you need is in God. Every breakthrough you need, every ounce of hope that you need, every victory that you need, every uh, thing that you need is in Him. And he is tuning his ear to you. You know, some people will say, well, God is too busy. No, God's not too busy. God is God. And he knows how many hairs there are on your head. He knows every thought you have. He knows every moment of trial that you've had. He knows every struggle you've had. He knows every sin you've committed. He knows everything. 
He's not, he's not ignorant of any of it, and he's not separate from you. And so this is your moment. This is your time right now. Don't wait for tomorrow. This is your time right now to reach out to him and say, God, help me. God, I need to know you. I need to know the, the, the forgiveness you have for me. You see, Jesus went to that cross and died so you could be born again. He went to that cross so you can have eternal salvation. He went to that cross so all your brokenness can be healed. The Bible says that God will turn your beauty to, or your, your brokenness to beauty. He'll take you, turn your ashes to beauty. And so God will transform your life, but he asking you today, will you yield yourself to me? So let's have a word of prayer. Amen. Father, we just ask right now, Lord, we, we just, uh, just agree with me in your own words. Father, I need you right now. I need your grace. I need your love. I need your forgiveness. Lord, I reach out to you. I give you my brokenness and receive your wholeness. I give you my disappointments to receive your joy. I give my, my shattered life to you that I might have your whole life in me. And so, Father, I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you sent your son to die for me. I thank you that he rose again for on, for on my behalf. And I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. You've been listening and watching the warning program, Apostolic Leader Dennis Moore. Dennis Moore. Once again, my phone number, 360-629-5248. If you want to call up, we'll be glad to pray with you, send you some Christian literature, counsel you, give you direction, and make sure that you get pastoral articles twice a month that would encourage you and build you up in the faith. 360-629-5248. If you want to listen and watch this program again and again, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. That's www.worldministries.org. Do what you can. Pray with us. We're trying to get 2,000 intercessors in every nation. Help us financially. This has been a horrible year so far with giving as the economy is crashing all over the place. But yet, God doesn't want us to pull back. He wants us to attack. So with your help, we will continue to attack. So I hope you've enjoyed today's warning program with apostolic leader, Dennis Moore. And Dennis, you're out of Dallas. That's correct. What's the name of your ministry? Vision International Support Ministries. And so people go on my website and you're going to see a lot of Dennis. I've had him on a lot, even his wife, the last two weeks. Correct. May God richly, richly bless you. Continue to sound the alarm. Continue to let God move you from glory to glory. The power of the seed, activate your faith, step out of the boat, walk on water. Be liberated, be set free, live with eternal values. What God does, the value of eternity. Please go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. Subscribe today. God bless you.